Fans Driving Double Feature presents Mama, this podcast smells of death. Circa 1980. Hey everyone, it's Dan. It's episode 25 of One Minute with European Zombies, and we are chatting about the 25th minute of Zombie Lake, the 25th minute of Burial Ground. Things are beginning to cook in assorted ways, assorted genre fashions. Things are currently beginning to cook. We left Zombie Lake with the French gal who was saved by the Nazi a few minutes ago and the Nazi, the French gal and the Nazi, standing on like a platform walkway above some sort of rushing water cascading thing and they're beginning to make out. Let's dive in. Oh, and please enjoy Daniel White and some of his mm good romantic music. loveliest this this minute is basically the 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 nazi and the and the the french gal kiss for a bit out on that little walkway and then they head into a space which looks very very sepia toned to me i I didn't i didn't see the the earlier sort of flashbacky scenes being sepia toned but i i like that this seems to be and they kind of step into a room and she begins it's almost uh barn or farm like or probably not but it might be we'll see as we go and she begins to um get undressed and that's the full minute let's talk about burial ground i'm kidding of course but that that really is all all that happens in the minute uh, it's kind of a romantic lovely minute and i i like how the fact that there is no there's no dialogue spoken between these two characters and if mm, the interesting thing being that in the French version, there is some dialogue what almost risked his life for a stranger, the head Nazi, who looks very familiar, says. But in the English version, English dub, there's no dialogue. So, so far, this has pretty much all been sort of non, non-verbal everything that we've seen and it's worked out really nicely i mean you know they're there and i mean he's he still seems to be in the uh uh clothes he was in um when he got shrapneled uh earlier on so so i'd like to think um you know he might be thinking to himself maybe i should um change maybe i should maybe take a little shower a nazi shower i don't know if that's different from regular the shower of regular races the the shower of the nazis shower of bastards and but but i do do think as she's kind of kissing him and she's kind of got her hands on his hips that she's thinking he smells like shrapnel i i you know he's he's been out in the war 
And I like to think that she maybe smells a little nice. And maybe maybe she's given allowance for that. Maybe she likes that in a guy. Maybe she likes a guy to smell like death. Mommy, these Nazi outfits smell of death. Mm, maybe. I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. There's not much to talk about here. The, the last uh, minute of this, I rambled off um, about Sergio Martino uh, uh, Giallo. But that's not really sort of appropriate. I mean, this is this is uh, Zombie Lake. This is in the era of your films like your Burial Ground, your Giallo in Venice, your, your Patrick Still Lives, uh, your Play Motel, your weird uh, sort of end of the 70s, start of the 80s kind of things. And uh, Zombie Lake is... Um, I know Zombie Lake is French too, and most of those films were Italian. Yeah, I get you got. I was gonna say uh, you got JR films, but this is a JR film, so yeah, that's it's. I guess we can just just kind of sit and bask in the fact that we don't normally, you know, pause this long for the love. And I just drop the pen where I take all my notes right on my uh, lap here. Uh, so I guess we can sort of revel in the fact that this movie is is kind of doing stuff that others of this sort don't do. As I've said before, you know, uh, around this time too, we're in very early days of slashers. So if if you're a, a hardcore slasher fan and you tune into the ones that were made in between Halloween and Friday the 13th-ish, because uh, some of them were made before like Prom Night and came out after, or or... Not not quite that, but but they some of them were held up a bit and ended up coming up after Friday the Thirteenth when Friday the Thirteenth has set the gold standard as it were, and and uh, yeah I don't know I'm going off on these little tangents here because there's not much for me to say about this oh there's a little hummingbird again outside my window there's not much for me to say about this minute it's just uh, it's it's you know it's a couple and they're gonna they're gonna have have a little bit of a in a moment and it's gonna be awesome so okay so i'm gonna i'm not gonna uh, not, let's can this palaver and dive into burial ground at the end of the previous minute was a george evelyn and michael were in the pavilion there was a zombie approaching them and george in his very funny outfit uh, had pulled the gun and was threatening to shoot the zombie let's see what happens next Dude, stop there george look out I told you to stay back! George is being very gallant here. Maybe he should try running away from the slow-moving zombies shambling towards him. There are about four, four of these fellas uh, uh, kind of shambling towards him. and Yeah, that, it's great because it's, it's sort of... 
I mean, they're in this pavilion. I mean, how many entrances are there? You know, the, the, the one zombie came in through the space, and as they're moving towards us, away from the door, suddenly there's another. And then from the right, there's another. It's, it's almost as if they're on a set rather than in an actual pavilion. And it's like, at some point, they're like, ah, just have them all walk in. Well, where, where are they walking in from? There aren't four entrances to this pavilion. Just have them walk in. Why you got Why so many questions? Why so many questions? This is an Andrea Bianchi film. You don't. You don't ask questions. You just let it ride, baby. You let it ride. So, this minute is basically Michael and Evelyn cowering in the back while George shoots zombies in the chest. And most of the time, when he shoots them, you see a big hole in the chest and then some like. Ugh, like gross, like gray, dark liquid blah, 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 out of there in slow motion. And um, this doesn't look like it's going to be good for George any time in the future. But it does look like that Michael, uh, Michael and Evelyn might get away. You think if George can move a little quicker, uh, he might be able to like duck under. The, there's a big like table uh, in the middle of the room. He might be able to duck under the table and whoosh, go out the door. But he... Just seems to be standing there shooting over and over and over. A lot of bullets in that gun. Thank goodness for that. I love the end of the minute because it reminded me of a movie that I haven't watched in ages. The um, the the close up of the uh, chest of the zombie. You see the hands moving and the hole in the chest, and then the, the gray goop begins to bleh, bleh, out. And the and the synths are going. Reminded me of the final Bigfoot attack in Night of the Demon, and I'm not going to elaborate on that. But if you know if you know Night of the Demon. 1980. Oh, it was also 1980. Well, I think it's copyright 1980, but I think it was made before that. That's that's a film that we have perilously little about. We it, it's it's basically it's a Bigfoot film. A bunch of uh, students and a professor go out to the middle of nowhere, almost Blair Witchy at times, to um, uh, check on this Bigfoot legend, and they find out about someone named Crazy Wanda. And it's it's a it's a really interesting film uh, because uh, after they made it, they decided they're like apparently this is what they decided that there sort of wasn't enough gore going on, so they added in all sorts of insert like a Don't Go in the Woods, you know, where James Bryan was told to add more kill scenes. This is kind of how it went here, and he added and they add these really gory, crazy scenes in Night of the Demon that are a lot of fun. But during the final attack sequence in Crazy Wanda's kitchen i think there there are moments in that where there are just like gory things on the screen and it's dark and it's a little weird and you just hear like and it's so good mm. so burial ground minute 25 yeah it doesn't look good for george evelyn and michael i think might escape uh if you want to amuse yourself throughout the minute keep your eye on michael's face he does some good faces throughout and um i i like uh that I guess the zombies seem to be drawn to the person shooting at them because the the first one that came in is very close to Evelyn and Michael but the shooting seems to be distracting it like okay buddy you want to shoot me you're going down you're getting eaten and that seems to be what's happening here it's a this strange proliferation of zombies from maybe they're teleporting in I don't know where all these zombies are coming from but regardless George is not going to be well off I think uh, in 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 uh, bit of time and 
you know, the movie has done really nothing to uh, uh, prepare us for this. It, it's funny, it, like, after two minutes of a zombie crawling out of the ground and sneaking up on that couple, and then a minute or so of zombies creeping around the grounds, this is just like, throw them in. They're all there. There you go. Enjoy them. Here they are. There's a pile of zombies. Enjoy them. Which is kind of how I want my zombies. Which, yeah. I mean, it's certainly... I mean, as lovely as Zombie Lake's romance might be, it's certainly more interesting than Zombie Lake is at this point. I mean, we are... These... Uh, burial Ground is 85 minutes, and Zombie Lake is 87 minutes, which means, yes, we will have two minutes of this podcast that are completely devoted to Zombie Lake, unless I pull a fast one. I don't know what I mean by that, but I might pull a fast one. And keep in mind also... I'm sorry... I meant to mention this at the beginning. If any of you are watching the Redemption Blu-ray of Zombie Lake, where it's uh, 87 minutes and 10 seconds, skip the first 10. We start at like second 10 or 11 of each minute and go from there because we're skipping the Redemption logo. So that is this minute. Yeah, and poor George doesn't look like things are going to go well for him. Shooting the zombies in the chest over and over again is never a good idea. You remember how many, like, what was it, uh, Hell of the Living Dead, and even in Dawn of the Dead, it was, shoot him in the head, shoot him in the head, they keep shooting him in the chest, it's like, come on, <laughs> come on, knock it off, you know that you're supposed to do that, Hell of the Living Dead, I guess, is probably the worst, oh, Hell of the Living Dead is fun, jeez, I saw that in the big screen, that, Bruno Mattei films on the big screen, especially, is Claudio Fragasso involved in that one? I forget. I think I believe he is. They become even more dumb on the big screen, which is a joy. So, enjoy that joy. And this is the end of uh, the 25th episode of One Minute with European Zombies, circa 1980. Listen to this. Mm-hmm.